Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Driving jam time. The Philippines win this one. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Sports on a Sunday Morning. I'm Mike Claiborne, filling in for Tom Ackerman this weekend, and we're going to have a really good time, some good discussion taking place. We've got a number of good guests that I know you want to listen to uh, because there's a lot of things going on, not only locally, but certainly globally, and we'll have a chance to talk about all of that this morning. Uh, For our guests this afternoon or this morning, we'll have a chance to visit with Travis Ford, talk a little bit about the Billikens. Things didn't go well there last night. Howard Richards will talk to us about Old Mizzou. Things didn't go well in Columbia yesterday. Dan O'Neill has a new book out. We'll talk with him, and we'll also talk about the St. Louis Blues. They are in action later today. We'll talk some World Cup a little later. Also, the Heisman Trophy took place. And, of course, we'll talk some Cardinal baseball. And baseball as a whole, we'll visit with Derek Gould of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. He covers the Cardinals for a number of years. And also the president of baseball operations, John Mozalak will join us in the 11 o'clock hour. So let's get started. Let's talk a little bit about what took place yesterday. Rough Saturday for both St. Louis U and Missouri. St. Louis U goes down to Boise State by a score of 57-52. It's kind of hard to beat anyone when you shoot just 31% from the floor, but even worse, you shoot 22% from three-point country. Boise State was just a little bit better. They shot 30% from three-point country, and that really was the difference in the game. Um, Billikens just were not committed. I mean, it was a low-scoring game, but they just couldn't make shots. Uh, Both teams took about the same amount of shots. Boise State was just able to make a couple of more. But uh, it was a tough one for St. Louis U. We'll talk with Travis Ford a little later about it. And where do the Billikens go from here? Because they have found um, themselves, and, and to be honest with you, I think many of us thought, well, wait a minute, this is a team that's got a lot of experience, a lot of guys coming back. They bring in some transfers who you, you were led to believe were going to be impact players, it's just not working right now. I mean, they've had their highs and lows. They haven't been able to win on the road with any sort of consistency. 
and then you lose to Boise State. Now, Boise State's a good team, and I'm glad to see St. Louis U playing better teams, but uh, that was a game you really needed to have if you think you can get in the postseason. And there is time. They have conference play to deal with, and they have a couple more non-conference games. But uh, that one stung last night. Speaking of stinging, uh, they're still taking the shrapnel out of the Missouri Tigers as KU, really after the introductions and national anthem, really just dominated. I mean, dominated uh, University of Missouri. 95-67 was the score. And believe it or not, folks, it wasn't even that close. I mean, uh, Kansas came in and showed Missouri, we're Kansas, you're not. Now, a few things to go along with that. Missouri came in 9-0, and with the exception of a, a competitive Wichita State team, they, they really didn't play anybody, and it showed. Throw in the fact that you have a new coach with basically all new players, and this was probably uh, an evaluation game to see how far away they are, and they obviously are maybe a little further away than we anticipated. So my question is scheduling. You know, I think when you're a coach, a new coach like Dennis Gates, you can get away with that non-conference schedule two times. Your first year and the last year when you get fired. Other than that, we probably won't see a schedule of this nature again. Although we're seeing more teams that just say, we just want the wins. We don't care who we play. And then that's the same team that when they don't get in the tournament, they're crying about, well, look, look at how many wins we had. Yeah, but you didn't play anybody. And I get it. You, you know, you want to separate your schedule in three phases. You want the blood donors, okay? You want to play them just to get some confidence and, and you really kind of evaluate who you are. Then you have a, another step of teams on your non-conference schedule. You're going to play a toughie. You should play a toughie. And I'm of the belief that when you put your schedule together, blood donors for sure. Find a regional opponent. Missouri plays Illinois. Missouri plays Kansas. So you check that box. But also, on your non-conference schedule, you should find a team that's comparable to you that's from another conference. So if you're the fifth-place team in the SEC, then you should make a phone call to the fifth-place team maybe in the ACC or in the Big Ten or the Big 12 or one of the Power Five conferences. And you do a home-and-home home just to kind of see where you're at. Because as every coach will tell you, well, our league play is really good. It's really tough. It's really competitive. And, and in some cases it is. But I think you break up your schedule in three phases. So when you do get to tournament selection time, you probably have a better chance at getting in the tournament if you go that route. So when the selection committee sits down, they say, well, you know, they had some pretty good games. Now, by the way, you have to win some of those games, too. You, you can't just say they're on the schedule and you get your doors blown off. You have to win some of those games. But I think from a selection standpoint, it's a, it's a more credible presentation with a legitimate schedule compared to having these multiple blood donors who do nothing for you when it's all said and done. And Missouri can tell you that firsthand. And, and I think Missouri's situation is, is a different one than some other schools because, as I mentioned, a new coach, mostly all new players. I think you have one, one holdover, maybe. And you're trying to figure some things out. So I think Missouri is an exception, but they realize that they have work to do. 
And again, Kansas, national champions. I mean, granted, it's a different team. They've got a lot of different players. But, you know, Kansas is Kansas for a reason. They're really good. And, and we found out yesterday firsthand. So I want to get your thoughts on schedule scheduling as far as how you would like to see your team, be it Mizzou, St. Louis U, Illinois, you, you name whatever school it is, and we'll stay in the Power Five category because some of the other schools end up being blood donors. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Uh, the St. Louis Blues are in action this afternoon, and just when you thought things were really tough, the Colorado Avalanche rolled into town. And this is a team that won the Stanley Cup. They're very good. Um, they're starting to peak a little bit. They've had a, look, a couple of bumps in a row. They've had some injuries along the way. But they're the Colorado Avalanche. And the St. Louis Blues, as we know, it's been well documented, have not had the season that we had hoped for. And it really comes down to, in my opinion, a couple of things. There's not enough commitment on little details. You know, making a good pass, coming out of the corner with the puck, playing the body a little bit more, making these guys stop and start, play them a little heavier, and by all means, it's okay to go to the net. Now, there may be a person in another uniform that may run into you and create some contact, but that's okay. You have to do the little things if you want to be more competitive, and they're just not committed. It's not the coach's fault. This is a player issue. This is a player issue. Because the coach, Craig Berube, didn't get dumb all of a sudden. His assistants didn't forget how to coach and get people prepared. This is a player issue. And until they come together as a group, we're going to see this every day and every night. And that's not right. Because there are too many people who've made an investment, starting with ownership, going to the fans, and the coaches who make a, a huge commitment to making sure these players are prepared. And what do these players do? They go out and, as I'm, again, they don't commit. Hence the reason why we see the St. Louis Blues in this manner, and, and it's, not, it's not a good look. Now, on the other side of the coin, you have time. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we can do it like we did in 2019. No, you can't. Because there are a lot of teams in the Western Conference that are really good. And you're not going to leapfrog all of those teams like you did the last time. There are too many good teams. But you do need to find a seat at the playoff table. And then how you do it, well, it's up to you as an individual. So my suggestion is, fellas, win the shift you go out on, win the period you, go, you play in, and that way if you win enough shifts and win enough periods, there's a good chance you'll win the game. Just saying. The World Cup. Um... I got tell you what, why don't we take a break? And we'll come back because I, I have a, a a laundry list of things about the World Cup on how I think I can make it better. Because as I was visiting with Scott Jackow earlier this morning, he's a soccer traditionalist. And we have a lot of those here in St. Louis who follow soccer from the amateur ranks all the way up. I'm a guy who really enjoys watching it, but I gotta tell you, there's some things about it I think I can make it better. So stick around. I'll tell you all about it when we come back. You're listening to Sports on a Sunday Morning. I'm Mike Claiborne. We'll be back with more on KMOX after this. Ends on Goddard. Big fly. Nolan Arenado. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Claiborne here at the Stiefel Sports 
studio here at KMOX, and we will be here until noon with Sports Open Line. Hey, I threw out a couple of things in that last segment, and I'd love to get your response. So you can tweet us at KMOXSports.com. You can also follow us at Facebook, KMOX Sports, and, of course, YouTube. You can check us out there, and you can give me your thoughts on scheduling, um, what you think a team like St. Louis Shoe or Mizzou can do in order to create a more competitive uh, opportunity for them and also one to get them in the tournament. Now, obviously, SLU is a little bit further ahead with regard to their program than Mizzou is with a first-year coach. Want to get your thoughts on how we can fix that or maybe polish it up just a little bit. You heard me about the Blues, and what do you think is the biggest issue and why they've been so inconsistent? So now we go to the World Cup. In case you haven't heard, it's still going on. I know many people who are Americans, once the USA checked out, you probably moved on to something else. And and that's kind of how we are. You know, if our team is out of it, we, we go do something else. Um, and the same thing applies for this. So you have France and Morocco, Argentina and Croatia. Now, for the casual fan, those are four countries that two of them, if they let you out in the, in the capital of the country, you wouldn't know where it's at. You couldn't find it on the map. The other two, ah, they've been around for a while as well. But here's the deal. As I watch soccer on the, on the world stage, I found that they have a few flaws, and I want to help because I enjoy it. I know it's the most watched and paid attention to sport in the world, and I'm part of the world, so I obviously want to be able to make my contribution to other than viewing it. It's a really good game, very good athletes. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, guys who play, you know, um, run up and down the field the whole nine yards, but I, I got a couple of ideas for you. First of all, let's get away from FIFA. The most corrupt entity in the world other than the Olympic Committee, okay? And, I mean, there's, it's so well documented of the things that FIFA has kind of turned a blind eye to and gotten, gotten themselves involved in some, some questionable antics. So we got to get out of FIFA. We got to just move away from them and start our own party. That's the first thing you have to do. Second thing is when you have a soccer game, I don't know if playing for 90 minutes plus is fun when you don't score. I mean, don't we all like scoring in some capacity in any sport? And we don't have it in soccer as much as I think we should. So as I was speaking with Scott earlier this morning, you know, the United States has been chasing this tail for a long time when it comes to soccer. And we, we genuflect to the European style and everybody else's style, and we think this is how we should play. Well, this is where I disagree. I think the United States has some of the best athletes in the world. We can we look, look at how good we are in so many different sports. And I think we should be more offensive-minded. Now, maybe you lose 4-2. to two. Maybe you win 7-5. But you're scoring. And I guarantee you people pay attention to scoring. Think about the greatest players to play soccer. You don't know them because they're great defenders. You know them because they score. Any sport, you pick a sport, you know the athlete because he has the ability to produce. Now, there, there are other good players. Obviously, you have to have a goalie, good defenders. But scoring is where it's at. And you got to figure out a way to, figure, to, to make it more competitive from a scoring standpoint. 
That's the first thing. U.S., come up with your own style. Let's just move everybody up front, man, and we'll have a goalie who's going to probably give up a few. But I guarantee you we're going to have a whole lot more fun watching that than watching guys run up and down for 90 minutes and then come to penalty kicks where it's a guessing game. That's the other thing. Penalty kicks, it's a guessing game. Goalie says he likes to go left. I'm going to go right. Shooter says he likes to go right. I'm going to go right. Or I'm going to go left. And I just think it's a hard way to lose a game when you've been playing so hard and it comes down to a guy who's guessing. That's all he's doing is guessing. So we got to change that. The other thing we ought to do, your team is more than 11 players. So why not use more of them? You have a whole lot of guys sitting there. There's some guys that played on the U.S. team that never got off the bench. Okay? So if you're not going to play guys, then why do you have them? So we have to find a way to create a little bit more opportunity for substitution. Finally, this diving thing has got to stop. Okay? Now, it wasn't as bad in this World Cup as I've seen in previous games. But when you take a dive, either you have to maybe give them a yellow card and a warning. And I know that you can do that to a point. A lot of officials just keep keep playing. So we got to figure a way to discourage people from faking it. Okay? We got to figure a way. And this whole thing with, with technology as it is, would it be cool if we had a clock to tell us how much extra time it is compared to somebody just pulling a number out of the sky and just saying, well, eh, maybe let's put on eight more minutes. Well, let's put a clock up there. We, I mean, you've got this, these fabulous stadiums, state-of-the-art. Put a clock up so we can all follow it home instead of like all of a sudden the guy blows a whistle and the game's over. So can we do some things like that? And I'd love to get your thoughts on that with regard to um, how we can fix this great game of soccer. Love to hear from you. All right, some other things we've heard from a few people about Missouri always plays a decent schedule. Yeah, you're right. They do. And I get it. This year is a little bit more challenging because of the fact you have a new coach and a whole new staff, and I'm good with that. And I like that, that element. But maybe I'd like to have just maybe a little bit more competition, and I think we'll see that down the road with Missouri. We're starting to see it with St. Louis U as well, and I'm good with that. So I appreciate that, that aspect because um, there are some schools that are like embarrassing when you look at their non-conference schedule. And I get it for some years when you don't have a lot and you're trying to figure out what you have, you want to make sure you give these guys some confidence and just give them some quality playing time. But then when you play a good team and you get hit right in the mouth and you have no response, that's where you kind of say, well, maybe we should have looked at some things differently. So that's my thought on soccer. You heard me on the schedule thing. You know about the Blues. We'll talk some baseball a little later. But I'll roll this one out for you before we visit with Travis Ford. Cardinals have a number five hitter. Tell me what else you think the Cardinals need before we get this party started in 2023. And do we need another catcher? Because the most games Wilson Contreras has ever caused 133, and that was in 2018. He only caught 72 last year. So do we need another catcher, or are you comfortable with Andrew Kisner? So those are some other things we can talk about. We'll do that in just a bit. But first up next, it'll be Travis Ford talking St. Louis U basketball on your voice for the Billikens. KMOX. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Driving jam time! The Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Claiborne here on a Sunday morning. Let's go to the guest line and standing by as the head coach at St. Louis University, Travis Ford. Travis, good morning, sir. How are you? Doing good, Mike. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about last night. Um, Boise State, good team, no question about that. They just happened to make a couple more threes than you guys can make, and that really was the difference in the game. Yeah, no question. And, you know, we talked about it at halftime, and, you know, it was going to come down to who made a few shots. Both teams were grinding it out. But with that said, we didn't play well. Um, you know, we, we, we really didn't put ourselves in position. Um, to take care of the, you know, to take care of business. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we got off to a very slow start right now. Our offense, uh, which is something I wouldn't have thought, uh, is, is really causing us problems. It's not on the defensive end. The defense has been, been very good. When we get teams in the half court, it's been, it's been actually great. Um, right now we're, we're not uh, executing offensively. We have no, continuity to our offense when we're not getting out on the fast break uh we seem to struggle a little bit and uh we've got to get that fixed i've got to figure out uh, make a few tweaks and figure out a few things but uh, it, it did boil down but watching the tape last night we did have a lot of open shots we did have um you know we missed a lot of open threes that we we thought could have when we were up could have spread it out a little bit we missed a lot of easy layups you know, uh, you know they only blocked one shot, but we missed uh, double-digit layups. Uh, we've got to start finishing around the rim. But right now, Mike, it's all about our offense. When I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, I would agree with ago. you. I wouldn't have thought that at all. I would agree. And you know, is that just a lack of attention to detail? Because you you, you make a great point. You guys are running the plays. The plays are are being run well. It's just the the execution of, of the final outcome, and that's making the basket. And as you mentioned, the layups, the open shots. I mean, they're in position to do something, but it's just not falling. And so that's something I'm sure you and the staff have to figure out. What can you do? So I don't. I'm sure you talked to your staff already. What be, what would be the next step? 
Yeah, you know, you're, you're exactly right, Mike. You know, we, we obviously break down the film in every single way you can possibly imagine. <laughs> uh, probably overanalyze it, but um, we are getting a lot of good shots. We are, you know, a lot of good shots that aren't falling. But we're also taking some very difficult shots that are leading to easy points on the other end for the other team. Um, so it's a little bit of a combination of, yeah, we need to start making shots. And those, there's no guarantees to do that all the time. But we do need to eliminate the difficult shots that we're taking. It's putting our back against the wall and, and making it difficult for our defense. And it's allowing it easy opportunities for our opponents. With some of the difficult, quick shots, um, you know, we, we've gotten away from moving the basketball. And, as I tell, you know, we do have some really good offensive players. But in order to for those offensive players to be effective, everybody's got to move the ball. Everybody's got to screen for each other. Even if you're the guy that needs to score, everybody's got to screen for each other and help each other score. In order to have an effective offense, you need to each player needs to help each other score, and they need to help the let the offense help them score. Last night we got caught trying to do too much, and it put us in a tough spot. Even though we did miss a lot of good shots, and we did create some good shots it's the difficult ones that we need to eliminate yeah you know you make a great point because that difficult shot you miss somebody's going to be open for the fast break and all of a sudden you're chasing somebody you follow them you put them at the line and now all of a sudden it's a big four-point swing or a five-point swing in some cases yeah no question you know we always talk about bad offense leads to bad defense usually uh it just puts you at a total disadvantage, uh, your defense. When you when you take a quick shot, a bad shot, uh, it allows the it allows the opponent to you know easy opportunities, fast break. And we saw that last night. Uh, even though both teams were a little bit having a struggle to score, they went on one little run that was the difference in the game in the second half. And that run we missed, we missed three layups. We missed two open threes and turned the ball over three times um, in that stretch. And, uh, you know, that was the difference in the game. They came down and made two threes, um, and, and, and that, you know, was the difference, especially in a, in a game that was a low-scoring game. Possessions matter. When it's going to be tight like that, every possession matters. And we had a lot of difficult possessions offensively. And that really makes it hard on you, uh, especially, again, when I said when scores are low and that game was going to be played in the 50s, you could almost tell that from the beginning. Every single possession becomes important. And doesn't mean you've got to score on every one, every possession, but you need to try to get a great look um, and, and make sure that you're making the defense work. And last night, we didn't make the defense work a whole lot. We kind of let them off the hook with some difficult decisions that we made, some difficult shots that we took, um, and, and and missing some open shots. Our visit today, this morning, with Billikens head coach Travis Ford, sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. Coach, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing, and, and maybe you're seeing it as well, that A, there's no dominant team in college basketball, uh, and I'm sure the portals had a lot to do with that. And now we're getting into a situation where teams really kind of look in the mirror and they say, well, is, is this who we are? Or do we, are we at a point now where, all right, we know who we are. How can we get better? So as you look at your team, an experienced ball club, 
Where do you take it next? Because now you've had some conference games, I mean, some non-conference games of some good opponents and some to build up the confidence of others to evaluate what you have. So what's the next step now as you get closer to your conference schedule? Yeah, you know, we talked to our team a lot about that last night after the game a little bit. Um, and, and, and there's going to be more talks. You know, we put together a very difficult schedule. And, you know, we, we knew we weren't just going to walk through this thing. Now, have we played well? No. Do we like where we're at right now? Not necessarily. Um, you know, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't thought we'd been sitting here undefeated either. Um, you know, I, I knew it was going to be difficult. But that said, <laughs> there's a lot of room for improvement on a, on a team that we think could be really good. So that's a plus. We just got to get there. We got to get there together. It's not about one or two guys. It's about everybody. We need everybody contributing. What gives us a chance to be a good team, which we thought we, you know, everybody believes we can be and should be, is everybody clicking, everybody on the same page, everybody complementing each other within the offense, within the defense. We haven't had that yet this year, period. Even though we're sitting here with I don't know, seven, eight wins, whatever we do have, even in those games, um, you know, we didn't have everyone, um, you know, clicking on all cylinders and playing the best. We're still looking for that. We still got to get to that point. Uh, I think it could come here. And, you know, a lot of times when you go through a little bit of adversity, like we've gone through here the last couple of games, um, you know, when your back gets to this wall, you got to get to see what you're made of. And, uh, you know, it makes us to see. Uh, I, I think we still have the best basketball in us because we haven't, I don't think, played – a great game this year yet, um, but it's still in us. Once we get everybody kind of on the same page and everybody trying to play their best basketball, there's a lot of season left, a lot of season left. And, you know, we're sitting here with four losses. Uh, that's not going to kill us. It's what we do going forward. Uh, it's not about that. It's about what we're going to do going forward from this point is what's going to determine what type season are we going to have? Yeah, you know, you can't do anything about the four losses. You can just try and build on them and make sure you don't have four more losses. But before we get out of here, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about your kind words about Yuri Collins uh, the other night at the Missouri Athletic Club dinner. Um, you coach a lot of good players. Where does he stack up with the guys you've had a chance to coach? I mean, uh, I mean I know, you may have a favorite, you may not. Uh, coaches are always special when it comes to certain individuals. But for him and what he's meant to this program, can you sum up what his impact has been? Yeah, it, it's enormous, no question. Um, what I've enjoyed is just watching the progress of Yuri from a young freshman coming in to now becoming one of the best point guards in the country, if not maybe the best point guard in the country. Um, and, you know, he, he makes everybody around him better. I've talked about a lot about just his understanding, feel for the game and how hard he works and the toughness he plays with, you know, and I mentioned it the other night, you know, everybody talks about his assists, which are great, which are, are amazing, but we, he's one, he's the best defender on our team. He uh, is a first team all conference defender. Uh, we ask him to guard the other team's best player. Um, so, and, and, and he can score. He's much more than just an assist guy. Yes, that is his strength. Yes, he has he is special at that. But he's more than that. But 
put all the basketball aside, as good a basketball player he is, he's a much better person. He's an incredible young man, uh, you know, of a high character, high value. I've never in four years had to bring him into my office and talk to him about missing a class or doing better academically or anything like that. Not one single time. And that is unusual. <laughs> That's very <laughs> unusual. Um, I, 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 as, as great a player as he is, he's even a better young man. All right, Coach. Hey, you got some time off to get things figured out. You know, uh, you're not in action again until you face Drake, and that's next Saturday. So enjoy the time off if you can, and I'm looking forward to a better outcome the next time you guys hit the floor. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. Take care. Travis Ford, brought to you by Missouri Royal, Royal Banks of Missouri, and we love talking to him, and they're going to get it turned around. They've got too many good players on that team, and, you know, everybody has a bump in the road, so they're having one now, and we'll see how they recover. All right, when we come back, we'll talk some more college basketball and a little football with Howard Richards of the University of Missouri. We'll talk some old Mizzou and figure out what happened yesterday in Columbia. Man, big crowd. Everybody was hyped up, ready to go. They forgot that the Kansas Jayhawks were going to hit town, and they hit, and they hit hard. We'll talk with Howard and much more after we come back from the Stiefel Sports Studio here on Camo X. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Touchdown. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. City. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back, everybody, from the Stiefel Sports Desk Studio here in St. Louis. I'm Mike Claiborne. This is KMOX, and we're going to go back to the guest line and standing by. He's a former All-American. He's now the color analyst for the University of Missouri on the football side. He is Mr. Mizzou. He is Howard Richards. Good morning, sir. 
Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing better than what the Tigers basketball team was yesterday. And you and I talked about it earlier, how we thought, yeah, you know what, this they could they could make this an interesting game. Well, I think they were up they were in it up until the national anthem. And then after that, Kansas just took over. And I gotta be honest with you, um, I didn't see this one coming in the manner that it did. I thought Missouri was going to be a little bit better, but I, I thought it was a good evaluation moment for them to know they have work to do. Well, you know, first of all, the atmosphere was tremendous. Yeah. Uh, sellout crowd, the energy was probably, it was the largest crowd for sure that I had seen since uh, 2017. It was opened up against Iowa State when Michael Porter made his debut. Mm-hmm. Um so I think the crowd has, you know, the Mizzou fan base has been craving that type of atmosphere. Now you've got to get a basketball team that will, you know, be able to continue to bring those types of crowds in. You know, I thought it was Mizzou's uh, probably worst outing of the season so far. Give a lot of credit to um, to that to the Kansas Jayhawks. They were, you know, they're a number ten team for um, for a reason. They're a blue blood program. They played extremely well. It kind of felt like the moment was a little big for uh, the Tigers basketball team. Some of those guys have never played in front of crowds that large. And that's what I felt. You know, early turnovers, things that were just uncharacteristic of of the team. They couldn't buy a bucket. Um, And, you know, Kansas was shooting at one point. I looked up at the the stats on the scoreboard. They were shooting like 65% from the field. It was was probably around 30%. Uh, So they just got down too fast, too early. And could not mount a um, you know a consistent comeback. They couldn't run like they wanted to. Um, but you know, I think it was a great test for them to know where they need to be as you enter SEC league play. You know, um, I I thought when when they kind of stopped breathing, because you're right, this was a huge moment for virtually everybody on that team, coach included. Um, when they stopped breathing, that that, that was it. And obviously you learn from something like that. And as I've talked about the schedule, you know, the schedule, they're 9-0. Here we go. Yeah, we didn't play anybody. And I think it showed yesterday that, you know, you have to make sure you have a little bit more of a competitive schedule. And they do. I mean, you play Kansas. You play Illinois. You went to Wichita State. You went on the road and played a competitive team. But they still have to learn, you know, this is a game that's going to require a little bit more commitment, dedication, and just, you know, overall breathing. Because if you stop, you're done. And I, I think it was a good learning lesson for them yesterday. No, I totally agree. Um, just the fact that these guys, this is only the 10th game that they've played together. And, and people, it sounds like that's a lot, but it's really not. I mean, over the course of, what, three weeks that they've played all these games, Um I think they will be better. How much better from a record standpoint? No one knows at this point. Um, but I would say that, you know, to a man, the guys that were on the floor can all play better. We've seen them play better. And, again, once you play better competition, uh, you will elevate your level of play. Um, but but I think, you know, they kind of walked away with the tails between their legs and, and knowing what it's going to take to, to be a consistent uh, top 25 team. Uh, it takes a lot of work, uh, and I hope I think you know with Dennis Gates, if he continues to recruit at the level that he's recruited, and you know his first is certainly with all the grad transfers he's got, maybe three or four four-star players lined up coming in for next season, then that's what it's going to take. 
but can you do that consistently? Uh, and then can you play hard, consistent basketball night in and night out? You know, I, I, I had no expectations of what Missouri is going to do this year because he started from scratch, literally. What did he bring back, one player? So I didn't expect anything other than they were going to show up and be in the same uniform. And I think we're going to see more of that in college sports with, with the portal as it is. Uh, don't have expectations in that first year. Let a coach uh, put his roster together and then start coaching them because a lot of times guys don't even know each other. I mean, you know, you can go through practice and you say to yourself, well, what's his name again? I mean, you, you're that at that level with the program. And do I expect it to be better? Yeah. Will they be better? I really think so because of what you mentioned with Dennis Gates uh, from a recruiting standpoint. He's just got to get better players and players who can play with each other for a little bit longer period of time. Let's switch gears for a second. We've got football coming up. The, uh, December 23rd, Missouri is going to face Wake Forest, first time we've seen Wake Forest. So what do you know about them so far? Um, not much. Haven't seen any film. I'm probably going to start my, my film study this week. Uh, I know they've got a really good quarterback. Uh, don't know if he'll play. Can't hope that he does um, because I think it would be really good for uh, the backup players on defense to go against a, a quality uh, quarterback. Um and, you know, win or lose, obviously you want your team to win. But I want to see how these guys have progressed against um, good talent. And that's that's really, you know, just like this basketball game. That's how you measure where you are. Uh, it's a position group and, and as a defensive unit or as an offensive unit. You know, the quality and the caliber of the opponent. Um so th- this is what I want to see. Obviously, you know, it would be great to get a win uh, after three, six, and six uh, seasons, of course, and, you know, bowl game loss and Eli's second season. Of course, they didn't play in the 2020 season because of COVID. But it would be nice to finish off the season with a win, especially going into the offseason. You know, the early signing date is coming up as well. Um but you want to go into your off season uh, with a good nucleus and, and a good level of confidence that you you know finish the season strong uh, with a win, uh, and this makes everybody happy you know when you're winning. So I'm hopeful that um, that this team will, in spite of you know the reported people that are not going to play either because they're going to prepare for the draft or they're they've entered the transfer portal or just aren't going to play because it's their, their senior year. So. Um, you know, it's it's next man up, right? You know, yeah, the guys exactly. that want to play, the guys want to be there, will be the ones that get the most playing time. So it's not a bad thing. You know, the the younger guys get a chance to, um, you know, get two or three more weeks of of to show their wares, if you will, in front of the coaching staff, um, and get a chance to show what they can do, to show that they belong, to show that they've earned a scholarship. Um, they can play at this level also. We are visiting with Howard Richards, color analyst for the University of Missouri on the football side, but he can talk about a few other things within the program of uh, athletics at University of Missouri. Hey, you know, 6-6, six and six, it's really a tough – when you're 500, it's tough to really say what was good and what was bad. In your opinion, what did you see from an improvement from the football side and obviously on the other side of that coin, what do they need to be better at and, and what positions – do they need to be better at? From a positives, uh, the defense, I think, is a unit that that's shown brightly. You know, that I didn't expect the defense to play 
as well as it did given where it, it started and finished from a year ago. Um, hats off to Blake Baker, the defensive coordinator, and to Eli for going after the players that they brought in from the transfer portal, DJ Coleman, uh, Teron Hopper, uh, Joseph Charleston, and a couple of others because they made a difference on that defensive unit. I mean, they kept Mizzou competitive um, from a defense standpoint when the offense really couldn't do much at all. Uh, conversely, the offense going into the season, I thought would be the unit that would would play better, would be the better side of the ball. Uh, and they just were not they, – they, they could not get it done – uh, the offensive line was inconsistent. They had a number of lineup changes. Guys got hurt. Uh, Brady Cook struggled uh, early on uh, towards the end of the season. He picked up his play. And it takes time. You know, people want to criticize this, this young man, but listen, he, it's his first full year as a starter. And you go back and tell me how many, for all intents and purposes, freshmen or sophomore starters have played uh, at a very high level in this league. Uh, a guy that was uh, touted as the Heisman Trophy, one of the Heisman Trophy candidates a year ago at the University of Oklahoma before he transferred to South Carolina, Spencer Rattler. Brady Cook outplayed Spencer Rattler this year. Just look at the numbers. Uh, now, Rattler had two really good games to finish the season, you know, especially when they beat uh, Tennessee, uh, Clemson and Tennessee. Yeah. Um, but you take those two games away, he's a pedestrian quarterback. Howard, we're out of time, man. Uh, we always appreciate you spending time with us. Uh, do me a favor. Stay out of the portal if you can. Uh, I will. Hey, just want to congratulate you again, uh, Jack Book Awards, on your outstanding uh, Burns Break Award, man. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, that's, a, that's big for you. Well, I appreciate it. As I was telling you, I think they've run out of people to give it to, so I was just standing around, and I humbly accept it. I really do. I appreciate your time, sir. Have a great week, and we'll be in touch. All right. He's Howard Richards. I'm Mike Claiborne. Stand by, folks. We're going to have more coming up in the next hour right here on KMOX. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.